0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 885, On Changing the World as a Mother, by Hillary Barnett of wholemotherhood.co. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Optimal Relationships Daily, the podcast on which I, Greg Audino, narrate to you from some of the best relationship content around in about 10 minutes each weekday. On Thursdays and Fridays, we usually stick to parenting posts, and today we've got a wonderful post for the moms out there, regarding how they can change the world and live a life of maximum purpose for both themselves and their children. Very excited to read this one from Hilary Barnett, so let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. On Changing the World as a Mother by Hilary Barnett of wholemotherhood.co I was raised with one very clear message. You can be and do anything you want. That's the crux of the American dream, right? In this country, you can choose who you want to be, where you want to go, and how you want to live. I was also raised in the church. Every youth group, every chapel in college, every talk included a reference to changing the world or even taking on the title of world changer. This came as part and parcel of being an evangelical in the 90s. The missionary mindset was strong, but when I pictured a world changer, I pictured something glamorous. Traveling to a foreign country, taking a prestigious job, always being in front of the lights, people noticing me. Changing the world was big. It involved lots of numbers, lots of people, lots of impact. It fed into my already narcissistic dreams of making a difference. This always posed a problem when it came to my actual life, because my actual life and my actual career was never that glamorous or world-changing. I leased apartments out of college so we could save on rent while my husband went to school. I then rented cars at a local dealership for Enterprise Rent-A-Car, washing cars in the Florida summer heat, and going back inside to attempt to sell damage waivers to disgruntled customers. Nothing about the vision that I was given for doing something great with my life seemed to be playing out. It took until I was 25 to realize that I was called in one way or another to ministry. My journey hasn't looked very typical but I knew I had to pursue this path. Something had been ignited in my spirit, but the world changing still didn't happen. I took a job at a local nonprofit as an administrative assistant. I knew I was exactly where I needed to be, but I was frustrated that I wasn't doing more or given more leadership. Mind you, I was only 25. I never felt like I was changing the world the way I had been hyped up to believe in college but I did feel I was on the right track toward my day-to-day work reflecting my values. Then, I became a mom. And my universe got really small, as in the size of my baby's little body. And I began to wonder about my world-changing capacity. I mean, let's be honest, I could barely function without enormous amounts of caffeine, and I couldn't exactly hop on a plane to somewhere exotic to tell them about Jesus. Heck, I could barely get out the front door with my sanity intact. So i decided that for this season evie would be my world i would be hers and we would change each other together as gk chesterson said quote how can it be a large career to tell other people's children about the rule of 3 and a small career to tell one's own children about the universe how can it be broad to be the same thing to everyone and narrow to be everything to someone no a woman's function is laborious but because it is gigantic, not because it is minute. I will pity Mrs. Jones for the hugeness of her task. I will never pity her for its smallness. End quote. Chesterton believes that changing the world for one is as valuable, if not more so, than becoming one who changes the entire world, or at least parts of it. This resonates with me as a mom. It is beautiful, and it rings true, especially when I think about the hugeness of my task of raising my beautiful girls, miracles both. But there is one small problem. When Mr. Chesterton wrote these words, women were scarcely being educated to take up any role outside of the home. Higher education was only beginning to become an option for women. The higher education that women have access to today, like so many other basic human rights, were things that had to be fought for. They didn't simply happen. Fast forward a few hundred years, women now are more likely to have a degree than men. But once we have children, the mood in the room shifts, and suddenly we are transported back to Chesterton's day. We are told that changing the world for one is our primary concern. There isn't room for conversation, questions, tension, or nuance. This is the way it is. How can a church that called girls world changers in high school youth group meetings turn to them 15 years later and say, Now motherhood alone is your space. Occupy it with joy and thanksgiving once they have children. Is this not the definition of hypocrisy? Ultimately, both extremes leave me lacking. Changing the world can simply be an ego-driven way to spiritualize your own ambitions. We all know that we can make change in the world, but many of the most profound changes come in the small moments, the hidden things, the things that nobody else will ever see. Mothering provides many of those moments. My role as a mother and the privilege that I have to shape my children's entire world and therefore shape the world through my children is magnificent but to put my faith in either of those extremes is to either feed my own ego or martyr myself at the foot of the motherhood role and i will do neither i recognize the singular opportunity that it is to raise my children there is no other person like them on the planet and our family relationships are the soil in which their emotional lives will take root i take that very seriously i want to be the very best mother i can be But I also know that my daughters have to see me being a whole person. They have to know that I am more than simply their mom, and they need to see me being those things. They need to know that I value fixing up the world in whatever ways I can, be they big or small, and they need to see me making changes and starting with myself. Changing the world looks so different than I ever imagined. How about you? You just listen to the post titled, On Changing the World as a Mother, by Hilary Barnett of wholemotherhood.co. Great read today from Hilary Barnett, and one that's really important, I think, for all of us to read. Surely women and women who are mothers have had certain ideas of purpose imposed on them more so than men have. And it's great for Hilary to question that today, and encourage all mothers to be certain of their own definitions of purpose, regardless of whose preconceived notions they happen to align with. So whether you're a mother, a woman who's not a mother, or a man, this should always be the goal. It's important to remember that the values you choose to live by can be the results of conclusions you've come to on your own. And it's okay if those values happen to align with others, even if those others are oppressors of some kind. You can have your own motivations and the life you choose to live can benefit others in a variety of ways that you may not even understand from the get-go. So, don't assume too much or overthink the limitations of your instincts to live an impactful life. A constant effort to do right by and inspire others is likely to be more beneficial and rewarding than you know. So, thanks once more to Hillary Barnett for a wholehearted post from wholemotherhood.co, and thanks to all of you for being here for it. We have reached the end but I will be back with you in the next episode that I encourage you to come back for. So have a great day, everyone. Thank you for supporting the show, and I will see you back here in 886, where your optimal life awaits.